Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. What's good, man? This is uh, Hump Day, and uh, I wanted to give you guys a quick little podcast to see what's going on with you and try and answer some questions. I wanted to let you guys know the reality is, is a listener-supported show, and we want to thank everyone who makes donations to keep us on air. Literally, we wouldn't be on the air if you guys didn't donate to us, if you guys didn't listen to us and uh, give us a place, a, a platform uh, to be able to put this information out there for you guys. Also, if you're looking to promote your business, inbox us at info at the and we'll take care of that for you. At the top of the year, we're going to be doing free promotions for January. So if you're a barber or a hairstylist or a small business owner and you're looking to get your information out there, we will be giving out uh, promotions on our website and on the podcast uh, going into the new year for the first month free. And after that, we'll talk about serious inquiries only going forward uh, about that. So hit us up. Let us know. Uh, like I said, I'm here today just to answer a few questions. This past week, we didn't get a chance to answer the listeners questions. So this is going to be a quick reality check with your hosts and uh, give you my uh, perspective on things that you guys have been asking us to answer for you. Uh, when we go into this, I'm telling you right now, I am not a guru. I am not a relationships guru. I am not Colin Tate. I am not. Uh, what's that guy's name? Um, with the dreads from Baylor. I don't know. Uh, somebody would know if, if I looked him up on. Uh, uh, fuck. What is his name? I, I have no idea. Uh, I'm not. I'm just drawing a blank right now. Literally drawing a blank. What's that dude named? The bald head guy. Let me look this dude up real quick. I got to find it. He's going to drive me crazy. Uh, what is something? Hill. Rob, Rob Hill Sr. I'm not him. Uh, what is the other guy's name? I'm not Tony Gaskins. I'm none of them guys. I'm just a guy here in Dallas that likes to talk. And people ask me questions because for the most part, they know I'm going to give it to them straight, unfiltered, without all the jargon, trying to sound like I'm professional, trying to sound like I went to school for this shit because I didn't. It's just me giving you real, honest answers. So, uh, like I said, this is a quick Q&A from the reality check from the reality is, and I'm your host, Anthony Roberts. Let's get to it. All right, and we in this thing, man. I hope you guys are doing all right today. Again, I'm your host, Anthony Roberts of The Reality Is. My crew is not here today. I'm actually shooting this uh, episode of the podcast from home. Um, I recently bought some new studio equipment because I wanted to start doing more things in-house. Um, if I can't make it to the studio, I want to give better sound quality. So hit me up. Let me know what the sound quality sounds like. It should be a little bit better. I uh, went out and bought a PVPV10BT uh, soundboard. So it's a lot of things. I can play the guitar on it and all of that shit. I won't be playing the guitar, but it would be great if I was trying to serenade girls. That would be pretty damn awesome. But that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I wanted to answer a couple of questions uh, from emails that we received that I was not able to answer. And I'll probably uh, run over them again on the show just to get a perspective from the women. Uh, because like I said before, I don't know anything. And it's funny because today, the three emails that I'll be reading, they all come from women. They're all in reference to relationships. And 
Uh, well, you know what? They're not in reference to all relationships. It's two of them in reference to relationships. And one of them, to some of you guys, it may be offensive, but it was just an inquiry. So bear with me. Uh, the first one comes from an anonymous uh, person or a caller, listener, whatever, from Colorado Springs, Colorado. And she said, I've been married for three years now, and I'm having trouble in my marriage. I knew him before we started dating and the friend uh, we had, we were friends and we had chemistry and conversation was always great. But it's like once we got married, things began to change. Now we sleep in different parts of the house. We barely talk and we don't really see each other. And there's never an understanding between us when we do talk. I recently found out that he has been online dating websites and I know what people go on there for. But I just wanted to think, uh, ask you guys, what do you think I should do in this situation? Granted, I've been hospitalized on and off over the last year, unable to do things we used to do when we first got married. But still, it's too early for all of this. What should I be doing right now? What's happening right now? First off, I'm going to say I've never been married. So you could take this information with a grain of salt or, you know, apply it how it may fit your personal needs. Me personally, um, I think people give up on marriage too easy. So I'm not going to tell you, hey, go out there and get a divorce. Um, I'm not going to say that's the best thing to do. You said you tried to talk about them. I think conversation or communication is the, is the best way to to figure out what's going on. If I'm speaking from a man's perspective uh, and this is me and I'm putting myself in this situation with the information that I've been given. The first thing I would say is if it started out great and you've been in a hospital or you've been ill for the last you know year or so, um, it's not an excuse to cheat. It's not an excuse to go out. Don't don't get me wrong. But he may be in a situation where he feels like, you know what, I didn't sign up for this. You know, marriage is hard as it is. And, you know, normally after the first two years, you hear people say things start to get stagnant. Uh, some people say you should still be in a honeymoon phase, whatever the case may be. But let's just say at the beginning, you guys were going to the movies, you're going on dates, you were having sex frequently, things of that nature. And now because you were hospitalized, you're not able to do those things. It could be one of those things where he's like, you know what? We're not having sex. We're not able to go out. You know, I want some kind of companionships that companionship that's consistent again, not saying that this is right, but that could be his mindset, especially if you guys try to talk these things out and it never works and you keep button heads and you keep getting into arguments. It may be a tiring situation. Uh, also, I would just try a conversation, maybe try counseling. I know I don't know if you're black or white. I know most black people, they try to avoid counseling or any kind of therapy, but speak with someone else that's professional and licensed to speak with people about these things because they've seen different types of situations before um, and they may have an answer for you. So the only thing I can tell you is probably um, try to do some kind of marriage counseling. I know it's kind of early, but possibly do some kind of marriage counseling and after you, I would definitely speak with him about the online dating. I'm not going to ask how you figured that out or how that came about, because I don't think you just logged online and, and, and saw him. Some people may be asking, why is she on um, an online dating site? Did a friend tell you, you know, is that friend being messy? Uh, were you on there looking for somebody and you just happened to run across him? Uh, I don't know. But the first thing I would say is address it. Don't hold it. Don't let it fester to where you build up some kind of resentment looking at him sideways and he doesn't know what you're looking at him for. So I would say address it. Have that conversation. Find out why it may be a need or something that he needs from you that he's not getting that caused him to venture out and look at another perspective um, of being online, you know, of online dating. I don't know. I hope that helped out. I'm sure girls would have a little bit uh, deeper conversation or something like that. But I'm pretty much straight to the point. I would say don't give up on him. Uh, it hasn't been a long time yet. Uh, one time I heard somebody who had been married 66 years and they said, how did you make it? And it was a woman speaking about her husband. And she said uh, it took forgiveness, some more forgiveness, some more forgiveness and some more forgiveness. The thing that I don't think a lot of young people or people my age and younger 
realize these days, there's not going to be any perfect guy. There's not going to be any perfect girl. You could divorce him for cheating and get married to a guy who drinks too much and beats on you. You could divorce a guy. Now, that you should definitely divorce a guy for. But you could divorce a guy who, you know, he may not be the best looking or he's put on weight. And, you know, people leave for those kind of reasons. But you could get with a guy who looks great, but he doesn't know how to take care of home or take care of his business. So I would just say. If you're not happy, address those issues. If those issues continue to happen, if divorce is the route you want to go, hey, that's up to you. But I definitely say stick it out. Try. It's only been three years. Um, if you're unhappy, you definitely need to reassess things, though. Hopefully that that helped out. I'm sorry. If not, hit us up again at info at, uh, at the reality is. That's T-H-A info at the reality is dot com. And maybe the girls can 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 enlighten you on some things once we're in the studio. Life is on the Uh, we have nursing etiquette from San Francisco, California, who hit us up and said, I have a boyfriend I've been with for over 10 years. We have a son together. But recently I found out that he was cheating emotionally with another woman. And I asked him to stop from what I know he has. But I still have not felt the need to be intimate with him. Shit. I've forgiven him, but it's too hard to be with someone sexually that you feel betrayed you. Some people tell me to leave, but I'm, I'm invested here and sometimes feel like I'm stuck here. What are your thoughts? My thoughts is, I mean, emotionally cheating, I mean, that gets to somebody that wouldn't too much bother me. I mean, men are more territorial. As long as a guy don't penetrate my girl, I think I can hang in there. And even if he did, if I loved her enough, I, maybe I would try to work it out. I don't know. Uh, don't give me the line. Like I said, I've never been in that, that situation. Um, you said you forgave him. If you forgave him, first off, why are you not having sex with them? That would be the first thing I would say. That's 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 setting you up for trouble down the line. Um, I feel like if, if you've forgiven him, you have to let it go. You know what I'm saying? I know you'll never forget it, but you have to let it go. Um, if it was an emotional thing, emotional cheating is more so a woman's thing. I would think, you know, I'm not trying to be sexist or anything like that, but I know for guys, we kind of be like, damn, if you know, if a dude gets my girl's mind and her, her uh, attention, then eventually the vagina is going to follow guys. We see you, we see nice tits, nice ass, nice hair, nice lips. We want to fuck and we keep it moving. That's, that's, that's how a lot of guys I know think, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's just black guys. I don't think that's a color thing. I think that's just a thing. Um, You've been together 10 years. I can understand how you could feel trapped there. But if you're not married, you don't owe him anything. You don't have to stay if you don't want to stay. I understand having a son with him. I don't know how old the kid is, but a lot of times people try to stick around for the kids and stay around for the kids. And what they end up not understanding is that kids are not crazy. They're smarter than we were at their age. And eventually the kid is going to see that you're not happy there. And then you're raising your child in an unfit or a situ a unhappy situation where they start to think the culture or the nature of this family, that's okay. And then it, it, it's it's in his psyche to move forward. And if he starts to date or get him a girlfriend when he gets older, he's going to think that this cohabitation, uh, being unhappy and, and being and cohabitating is okay. And that's not. So what I would tell you is, again, have a conversation with your guy. Talk to him. Let him know where you still stand at this point in time. Let him know where you what you feel and let him know that you're still hurt. And, and, and that's the reason why you haven't been intimate with him. He may understand that. He may not. If he's a man, he should understand that. Um, he may not like it. It's okay not to like it because he's put in 10 years there as well. And I'm sure 
I mean, that you've made mistakes as well, not saying that you've done, you know, something to the magnitude that he has, but I'm sure it was some kind of mistake made there at some point as well. I just feel like you have to be careful. A lot of times we want to judge people so harshly and we throw rocks at their at the glass house. And at some point you got to watch how hard you judge somebody because one day you're going to be judged and you may not want to be judged so harshly or you may not want that forgiveness time frame to, to be carried out as long as you carried it out for him. Um, I don't I, I don't know if you I can't remember if you said how long ago it was that he he cheated. But I would just say talk to him. Again, my 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 biggest thing that I tell people all the time in relationships is have an open line of communication, not just uh, relationships, friendships. If you're not able to talk about the things that bothered you, even if you talked about them a week ago and it's still it's festering and still lingering around a month later, you still need to address that with him so you don't build up that resentment. So my thing to you would be talk to him about it. Tell him you still feel betrayed. That's why you have not been intimate with him. If he doesn't bite. And he's, you know, he he's been an asshole or something to you. You have to make a decision at that point in time. I'm not here to say leave him. I'm not here to say stay. All I know is if he just emotionally cheated, guys have done worse. Talk to him. You have a kid together. Ten years. That's a long fucking time. You got to try and figure something out. Um, that's the best I got for you today. I mean, I haven't, I'm on my first cup of coffee, coffee. Maybe once I get the second cup, things will be a little bit better. But that's all I got for you right now. Uh, I can tell you a little story to correlate with that. I know a guy who was married for about eight years. You know, he did everything in the marriage and he wasn't getting the things that he needed in a marriage and he cheated. And normally when guys cheat, they're either just a dog or it's something that they're not getting that causes them to step out. Um, That's real talk. And I mean, the reality is if you don't take care of home, somebody else is. And like I said, I'm not saying that's what you did. But in this situation of the story that I'm telling you, that's what happened. Um, She wasn't emotionally there for the guy. Um, she didn't support him. Uh, he came into a marriage where she had a kid and he didn't have a kid. And it was more so about her and her kid and left him on the back burner to where he found the feeling of home elsewhere. And he cheated and she found out about it. And, you know, they had a separation and then they got back together and she said she loved him and forgave him. And then two years later, divorce was final because she never really truly forgave him. And when I spoke with this guy about it, I was like, Hey, I I get what you're saying. I get why you did it. Uh, cheating is never justifiable because you can always just walk away. But at the same time, on her end, if you say that you forgave him and you let him back in the house, you got to forgive him. You can't hang it over his head. And that's all I have to say in reference to that. Hopes it help, you know, hope it helps you out. You're still the one that I adore. Ain't much out there to have feelings for. Guess who's it is? Guess who's it is? The last one is uh, an anonymous question. This is the one that may stir up the pot a little bit. This is from Richmond, Virginia. I wish they would have put their name, but hey, you know, uh, when you ask questions like this, you don't want to put any information out there. Why do blacks complain so much or protest (laughs) when they have affirmative action? They have other bills that have been passed to help them, and they even have black schools. Why do you guys even have Black History Month when no other group of people have a day? I love your show, by the way. That's a good way to cover it up. That's like saying I fucked your wife, but uh, I left you a parting gift. Um, I love your show, by the way, and not trying to start shit, but just honest white girl questions. Again, this is anonymous from Richmond, Virginia. Excuse me. First off, I don't think black. Well, you know, I'm going to be like some blacks do complain, but the protesting part is not a complaint. Um, We're protesting for something that we should already have, which is called equality. Um, 
affirmative action. I don't have it up in front of me to read it, so don't give me a line. But I know the gist of it is it's to help out minorities and women. Who the hell do you think the women are? Because a Hispanic woman is a minority, whether she's a woman or a man. A black woman is a minority, whether she's a woman or a man. So when they speak about women, it's white women, because back in the day, white women and still to this day, they make about 73 cents for every dollar that the white man makes, which that means we make about 64 cents or 52 cents or maybe even lower than that, depending on where you're at. But um, it's not a complaint. It's just uh, it's just a, sh- a cry out to to, be, to say, look at me, take me serious. We are equal. Um, I really don't know where the complaint part comes from, I guess, ignorance or you not knowing a little bit more about the history or the culture of your people as well. And I think that's 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 a, a thing that you have to address on both ends. I mean, a lot of times people don't know the history of this country. Uh, you took some, you, you know, Caucasians, white Americans, European Americans. You took something from someone else, tried to sell it to them and tried to sell a dream across the world of this new America. And you brought people in on a lesser than uh, balance, I guess, or I, I don't know, parallel. I don't know the word I'm looking for. Um, again, I tell people all the time, Gary's my mouthpiece and he's definitely not here this morning. But you brought us in at a lower scale. That's better. And like I said, it's not complaining. We are protesting for equality to be seen the same, to be treated the same, to be given the same equal uh, education. Uh, it's, it's a protest. It's been mostful, mostly peaceful protests. And even when people riot, the only reason people really riot, it's out of frustration. It's out of frustration and things not changing and things not happening. And, you know, I talked to this guy um, at work one time and he was like, well, you know, it's 2015 and it's still racism. I mean, even in 2015. And I was like, Martin Luther King died. I'm not doing the math. 2015, 1968, I think. When King died, it ain't really it hasn't even been 100 years. It's barely been 50. It wasn't that long ago that it wasn't that long ago. My mom is should be 54 this year when she was a kid. This shit was laws were still not passed to help blacks. Things were still being fought for almost 50 years ago. This shit ain't that far removed. So, it, like I said, again, it's it's not a, a complaint. It's a protest just to be seen as equal. We have black schools because and HBCUs because we had to create them. We weren't allowed in uh, in, in, in white college institutions. Look at the story. Uh, Ple- I think it's Plessy versus Ferguson and things of that nature. And. Uh, whatever that case was against the Board of Education. Like, I, I don't have anything in front of me, but um, and, and it was in Arkansas, though, where they had to bring out the troops to to allow black uh, kids to be able to walk into these college campuses once they integrated these schools. I, I heard a white guy uh, tell me one day, he said, you know what? One of the pit, one of the worst days in my life, I was in fifth grade and they decided to integrate the schools and they took some of my white friends out and put them across uh, the county line in another school. And they brought black people in. He was like, as a kid, you didn't understand that. We didn't understand that the reason they took that, you know, he's like, as a kid, you don't understand why they took your white friend and inserted a black person in your home. And at that time, we weren't taught to like blacks. We weren't taught to understand blacks. All we saw it as is. They're taking our place. And a lot of people see that today with Hispanics and blacks. They're taking our jobs. 
No, motherfucker. You tried to hold it over our heads about not going to school and not having an education to get these jobs. Now we have an education. Now we're doing the things we need to do to be on the level of equality, not on the level of you as a white superior, uh, superior, but to be equal, to be seen the same. And there's still a complaint. You can uh, what they say, what Kanye West said, you can drive a Benz, you'll still be just a nigga in the Benz. Uh, the movie 12 Years a Slave, the dude was very smart and intellectual. You're an exceptional Negro, whatever the phrase was. We are never going to be seen as good enough by certain white people, not by all white people, but by certain white people. A lot of white fucking people We're never going to be seen the same. That's why we protest. That's why we have black schools, because we have to do things outside the box to make sure that we have some kind of livelihood and that we stay afloat in an intellectual way, in a societal way. We have to make ourselves relevant. Black History Month, we've done great things. We deserve that motherfucking month. I even heard a white guy say, you know what? I hear white people complain to me all the time about why do they have a a month? Because, nigga, y'all got the whole year. You got the whole year. This is your you made it to where it seems like as if everything is yours. Give us the damn month. And And you gave us the shortest fucking month, 27 days. We got one because we've done great things. We need our youth to see that blacks can do great things. We don't see much of ourselves on TV uh, as much as social media has been a detriment. It's also been a help to get our voices out there like podcasting. We didn't used to have these things 20 years ago. So to have podcasting and social media and things of that nature and Tumblr blogs like black women are beautiful or black skin or black love and things of that. We need to see that because we rarely see it on TV these days. I know it's about ratings and money and people trying to change mindsets. But nowadays, if you see a black person empowerment on TV, they're with a white man. A black woman's with a white man. A black man's with a white woman. I don't give a shit about that. I, I mean, I've dated in a racial. I don't have an issue. But it's the agenda and the narrative that the, the media spins for what they want to do. Period. Uh, thanks for loving the show. Thanks for being honest. Uh, honest white girl. Uh, as you stated in the in, in the. Uh, in your email again man this is anthony roberts host of the rally is i hope you guys enjoyed the show if you have any more questions for us hit us up at info at the be sure to check out our page at www.therealityis.com you can catch me on social media at sir robert poe that's s-i-r-r-o-b-e-r-t-p-o-e it's a lot i know um I want to give a big shout out to the people who helped me behind the scenes. Miss Artesia Swindle. You could check her website out and her writing and, and maybe even get her to help you with some consulting work. Check her out at www.noartesia.com. That's www.k-n-o-w-a-r-t-e-s-i-a. Also want to thank Christian Coopwood. Want to thank Gabrielle Johnson. Want to thank Brian Fuller. And want to thank Jessica Henderson. I do appreciate you guys for uh, doing the work that you do behind the scene to keep this show afloat. I really, really do appreciate it. And like I said before, man, if you got questions for us and things that you want to hear, let us know. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what you want in the new year in 2016. You know, if you're wondering what are some things that you can let us know, let us know who you want to hear back on the show again. Some of the guests that you've had, your favorite guests you may want to hear back on. Let us know so we can uh, schedule that and get them back on. Let us know about the topics that you want to discuss, what we can do better. Um, If you like the show, if you don't like the show, let us know. You know, let us know where we can improve. Uh, To do this, hit us up at info at the reality is dot com. You can leave your name, city and state. If you want to be anonymous, like uh, the honest white girl you can do that uh we take all of that mail and uh we'll read it we'll try to respond back to you and uh we'll try to be honest as possible 
again this is anthony roberts from reality check q a hope you guys enjoy happy hump day and um be sure to tune in saturday to uh listen to us from 1 to 3 p.m if you want to hear us live just download the tune in app search fbrn we'll be in the blue bowl every saturday from 1 to 3 um i think we'll take a little hiatus on christmas e uh christmas weekend and new year's weekend i may do a recording podcast from home may have a couple people come in the studio and uh stay tuned on itunes if you're following us on itunes um that's great leave us a remark uh, if you're not, go subscribe today. Let us know what you think. And there may be a treat for you in the iTunes inbox. Uh, so just check the feed before the new year comes. I'll send out an email or, you know, let you guys know what's out there or if I put it out there. But I may have a treat for you guys. So happy holidays. Uh, happy Kwanzaa. Emoja. And we out this time. Now I could be the change that I want to see. I can heal the world for real if a nigga speaking honestly. Nat Turner in my past life. Bob Marley in my last life back again. Look into the eyes of a young nigga who survived against all the odds. Look into the eyes of a young nigga who's surprised to be alive. I died five years ago. The game snatched a nigga's spirit show. My resurrection was a miracle. Cause still I rise. It's ill-advised to bet against them. Raised in hell, but heaven sent them. Let them diss them. Some niggas can't handle the truth. Some niggas don't know they slaves. I forgive them cause I know they ways. They see a black man shine. First thing they do is throw their shade. Word. Got that man. <laughs> no, for real. Real talk. Never forget to inhale courage to exhale success. Without courage to fill your dreams, you will never get there so always inhale courage to excel success i'm out this piece for real chip chip all right that was better this message is sponsored by amazon i want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies making sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.